The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, following a two-year ban from Facebook and Instagram, former President Donald Trump returns to the social media platforms. Will this spell trouble for democracy in the run-up to the 2024 presidential election? Well, I'm joined now by News Director at WSHU Public Radio, Terry Sheridan. Terry, good morning. Hey, good morning to you, Pat. First of all, reaction in the United States to this news? Um, it's, uh, well, on the one hand, it's mixed. On the other hand, it's sort of got a big, uh-huh, yeah, because, again, Facebook is not as powerful as it was two years ago, and neither is Donald Trump. Um, I checked the Facebook page. He's, it's ironic, though, or it's, it's sad that the last Facebook post was from January 6th. But again, it's those who are pushing against big tech and calling what they are doing uh, censorship are celebrating the decision. Those who are against Donald Trump and what he was tweeting or what he was putting on Facebook, on the one hand, they're saying, no, this shouldn't happen. But on the other, they're saying, well, does it really make a difference now since he's using his own truth social? Yeah. How big has truth social become? How many uh, followers does it have? I don't know how many followers, but it is not as successful as he would hope. It is not a threat to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or uh, Twitter at this moment. The one interesting thing, though, is it gets retweeted or we republished onto Twitter. So that's where most of the traffic, uh, where you see what uh, Trump is saying on Truth Social, that's where most people see it. Now, the forthcoming presidential campaigns, and it won't be long before the primaries uh, will get underway, candidates being uh, nominated. Uh, gun control in the wake of all of these incidents recently in California, three in a row, but pretty much every day, a shooting, not necessarily a mass shooting. Um, which, you know, will Biden, if he indeed is the candidate, go big on gun control or might he alienate people who would normally vote Democrat if he's too extreme? I don't think if he goes, no, I don't I don't think he would alienate people. Again, across the board, whether you're Republican or, or whether you are Democrat, polls suggest that anywhere from 85 to 90 percent of the population wants some sort of what they're calling reasonable or sensible, uh, sensible gun control, whether that is federal background checks, whether it is a waiting period, whether you close loopholes, what they call the gun show loophole. So people do want something to happen. It's just that the NRA and other pro-gun lobbies who have a lot of money to spend are influencing Republican members of Congress. So I don't think if he goes for if he goes after that, it's going to be a detriment to Democrats. And and going to what you were saying, I mean, what today is is January 26th. 64 people in the United States have already died in mass shootings this year. This is not including any, you know, I don't want to say normal shootings, but any shootings that might happen in the course of a robbery or a domestic dispute. Mm. And, uh, you know, the, having guns knocking around the place and a lot of people uh, would... Uh, approve of the notion that you can go hunting with a rifle even if you're anti uh, you know the the, uh, the the kind of automatic weapons that uh, some criminals and others use or wearing pistols on your belt in crowded places and so on a lot of people would approve of hunting but then a dog accidentally discharges a gun and kills the owner of the dog 
Yeah, absolutely. This happened uh, over the weekend in Kansas. A 30-year-old man uh, was driving. Well, we don't know yet whether he was driving or his park, but he was in his pickup truck. He was at the driver's seat. The gun, which was loaded in the back seat along with the dog, the dog stepped on the gun. The trigger went off. He was shot in the back and the man died. Um, again, this also points to what's responsible gun, a gun ownership. Should you be transporting a loaded gun in an unsafe manner? And I, I, I would believe that most uh, gun advocates would say no. It's, it's the same issue and there have been laws passed that guns need to be uh, reasonably and safely stored in the home to prevent children or teenagers from getting access to them. So this is just a case of sloppy gun ownership. Uh, moving on to the bigger guns and American tanks ultimately going to Ukraine, not tomorrow, not the day after, but probably sometime in 2023. Right. Sometime in the summer. It's not clear whether the decision by the Biden administration to send the M1 Abrams tanks will have any role at all in any spring offensive, but along with the German tanks. And again, this is more of a political uh, situation than maybe an armament situation. Uh, the American tanks will be arriving. One of the concerns before sending them was one, what would Russia do? So it seems that the United States and NATO is less concerned about Russia using a tactical nuclear weapon in response. The other thing is that the supply chain needed to keep tanks in the field is huge, whether it's repair vehicles, whether it is just the equipment to supply the tanks. That's a huge, huge operational task. And meanwhile, we see something of Russia's response in Ukraine this morning, where there are multiple rock attacks uh, attacks reported and uh, self-exploding drone attacks as well. One person in Kiev has died so far. There may be more reports of fatalities around the country. But this is seen as a direct response to the actions by Germany and the United States yesterday. Yeah, and Russia is saying that they basically their th their statement, their their take on the situation is like, hey, you are now launching a proxy war against us, which in a way is what some Republicans are saying. I mean, if you were looking at Twitter yesterday or looking at the comments uh, by the MAGA part of the Republican Party, they were saying, hey, the United States and Biden, they look like they want to provoke a war with Russia. Um, have the Republicans got their act together a bit? I mean, has Kevin McCarthy managed to unite the House under his leadership or is this uh, just an accident waiting to happen? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, he has announced his committee chair, his committee chairs, and who's going to serve on committees, whether they're Republican or Democrat. He's pulled a few high-profile Democrats, uh, such as Adam Schiff, who was on the Judicial Committee and also served on the uh, January 6th Committee. He has now been pushed off. There's still a lot of tension in the Republican Party uh, over what they're going to do. The Next major thing that's going to happen is the debate over the debt limit, and they say they're going to use it as leverage to cut social programs uh, that the Democrats favor. So on the one hand, yes, he's got he's got the cats corralled for now. But no, it's a fractious it's a fractious caucus. And again, he only has four votes to play with. So he loses five votes. The Democrats can get their way. And finally, Terry, we should ask you about the Democrats and, you know, whether or not Joe Biden uh, might seek uh, to be renominated and go for a second term. And uh, if not, uh, any Democratic heads above the parapet yet. 
Too early to tell. All indications are that Joe Biden will announce that he is running. The one wild card in the situation now is the fact that he had these classified documents at his home and also at the office of the think tank between his vice presidential term and the presidential term and how much political damage that will do. It doesn't look like there'll be much legal ramifications before this, but it looks like, you know, there could be political ramifications if he doesn't run. It's hard to say. You can point to various people, California Governor Gavin Newsom, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, uh, Kamala Harris, of course, uh, as vice president. But if he declines to run, it would be a wide open field. All right, Terry, thank you very much for joining us. That's Terry Sheridan, News Director at WSHU Public Radio. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m on News Talk.